And we're back here on uh, episode 15 of Unexceptional Americans. We're uh, getting up there now in terms of in terms of content, and we're going to talk about uh, the supporters of a man who is, um, like we said in the last segment, uh, very much complicit in much of the uh, Bush administration's numerous war crimes and other and um, other you know, bad policies and uh, evil policies that were implemented here at home. And that is Joe Biden, of course, even though he's yes. in the other party. The man uh, who is... Democrats and Republicans can get along, guys. Yeah, they can. They can get along to um, start wars on false pretenses that kill a million people. They can get together to um, spy on literally every single thing you do. Um, yes. for God knows what partisan compromises. This is promising. Yeah, that's what he's promising. Um, he's also he's promising to restore civility and dignity and respect to our political discourse and to the White House. Um, and you know he's going to do that by having his support by having supporters who go literally fucking ape shit <laughs> all the time, nonstop. Every time he's criticized from from now until November, they're um, really becoming like the Trump cult. They're becoming worse because at least like <laughs> the Trump cult people, like at least the weird way Republicans work, the MAGA cult people, like when they when they like gang piled and like when they like dog piled on um, like Rubio supporters and Cruz supporters and people like that. Um, and started like going at them hard. Those people would like relent because, like, you know, uh, there's a, I, there's a lot of things with like uh, conservative psychological research on people's political leanings, and it really does seem that like you know conservatives like to fall into line. They like to stick to the party line. They unify a lot more easily. Um, so like at least when like the Trump people were like you know, going up to the Rubio people online and being like, he, he's gay. Uh, and like creating bizarre stories to like, cr- like treating it like a conspiracy theory that like Rubio is secretly gay, which is hilarious. Cause he's one of the, probably one of the most virulently homophobic members of Congress. Um, but um, they, they, like, there's all that. Um, like when they did stuff like that, and went up to like Jeb Bush people and were like he's he's low energy, what a cuck. <laughs> like eventually, like all those people just were kind of like, ah, oh, let's put that behind us and link arms now that uh, Trump's the nominee. Um, like a lot of them did that, I think. Um, I think a lot of people try to pretend that didn't happen and that that process of unification and consolidation really hasn't happened as much as it has. But once again. Trump ninety three percent approval rating with Republicans, um, but uh, Biden's people it doesn't work that way with the Democrats. It's always it's very obvious that it, it doesn't work that way. It's very obvious um, to every. It should be obvious to everyone, especially the Biden people, most of whom the, the Biden bros, who most of whom were like hillbots back in twenty sixteen, who blamed us on the left for not liking Hillary enough or straight up, you know, I'm going to be honest. I, I fucking hate Hillary. Um, <laughs> let's be honest here. This is, this is a podcast that 
that stands uh, that stands with Rashida Tlaib in booing Hillary Clinton every time her name is mentioned. You know, I, I, I want us to have a soundboard one day where every single time I mention her in like editing, we can just hit a button that just says boo, because um, she sucks. Um, either that or, you know, like the noise from uh, True Anon, like, you know, I don't need to tell you what that noise is. We all know what it is. It, it's the noise of, um, a, a gun makes in Minecraft. Um, but, um, <laughs> like, the Biden bros have really just kind of, like, the Biden bros have just sort of lost their mind. And obviously, as we know, since Bernie bro was a term used to describe, like, black women, um, not just angry white guys like us, it was being used to, like, describe, like, rather calm, self-disciplined, how do I put that? Like people, like rather people calm, trying to feed their kids. Put together, yeah. People who are like calm and put together. People who aren't white. Um, people who are trying, yeah. Women who are obviously by definition not bros. Um, but since that term got used against our side all the time, like that, I feel fine using the term Biden bros, um, just as loosely. And um, it's just been amazing to me how like. Biden bros still really think like being an asshole to left-wing people online is what's going to win them the election. <laughs> like, I can't tell what level of delusion it is. They're it's just the... as much a Twitter bu bu bubble as they claim that the Bernie bros are. Maybe even more so, because like... I'm not going to sit here and say Biden can't win without us. Why? Because, well, first off, me specifically, I was never going to vote for him. Uh, it's, I'm in New Jersey. It's the glory of the Electoral College. It allows me to abdicate responsibility. Um, like, moral arguments just don't apply in my situation because my state goes like 60% for the Democrat, no matter who it is. Um, We'll see how that turns out this time. Um, we'll see how that turns out if you know, like the uh, the choo-choo Jesse the body the Ventura train comes chugging on through. Um, and then who knows what can happen? Because um, Biden is just that devastatingly unpopular. But then again, this is a really suburban, fairly moderate state, um, and so. Um, all that, that aside, it just really is weird how these people don't seem to, at, at one and the same time, they are already free, having tantrums about, how dare you not say you're going to vote for him? And then they immediately go back to just like shitting on us nonstop, just like flinging poop at us and seeing what sticks, no matter what. And it's just kind of like, okay. Either you want us to vote for Biden, in which case you should be groveling at our feet, making every concession possible, and so should he. Um, or not Medicare at sixty. Yeah, not yeah, not offering to lower the age for Medicare to an age that he's offering an even even less of a drop in the Medicare app, app, uh, applicability age um, than Hillary offered. Um, because Hillary offered to drop to 50. Um, obviously, for Bernie, 
he wanted to gradually drop it to zero um, over four years. That's what Medicare for all is. Um, just everybody gets it. Um, so in a way, Hitler was offering like one sixth of what he wanted roughly. And Biden's just like, nah, even less than that. Here's like one thirtieth of what you wanted. Um, now eat that and shut up. Um, I'm, I'm going to go pivot to uh, trying to win over moderate Republicans. Um, the Republicans who don't like Trump, of which there are at most like 2,000 and they all live in Virginia and Washington, D.C. and Maryland. Um, I, I don't know what to say. I don't know what else to say other than uh, like Can't good win job, an election guys. with Rick Wilson. Yeah, like like Bill Crystal. Yeah, like you don't win an election with like Max, Max Boot and Jennifer Rubin to vote for you. I mean, I mean, what the fuck? Like, like the like, what's her name? Uh, her last name is Lee. Linda Lee. Linda Lindy Lee. Lindy Lee. Lindy Lee. Um, and this is what really like stuck out in my mind. In addition to hashtag fire Chris Hayes, following right on the heels of that in a very similar vein was Lindy Lee saying that the FBI should investigate Ryan Grimm, um, Katie Halper, and Nathan Robinson for doing journalism on the Tara Reid case. Basically saying it should be illegal for you to investigate rape accusations against a guy running for president. Yeah, Lindy Lee. <laughs> like, like, I don't, I don't, and then saying like, because in addition, that, that that's right on the heels of a whole lot, and, and yeah, she, she like got fired from the Biden the campaign. The Prince of alumni class president's all I gotta know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, she, she's like a surrogate or something like that. She's a delegate. Um, I can't remember if she actually works for them anymore. Um, but I I don't know. I I just... This is insane. This other person... Uh, she's nuts. So the general, some Twitter person with... 5,000 followers, Dem strategists and Dana analysts, definitely the person we need to win over this election, (laughs) had called Brianna Joy Gray just pointing out Lindy Lee's tweet, now the terrorist story is completely imploded. I hope the FBI investigates Nathan J. Robinson, Katie Halper, and Ryan Graham for their role in this fraud. Brianna Joy Gray characterized that as just, just a descriptor. This is a Biden surrogate threatening two independent media journalists, which claims, this other person claimed, which was retweeted by Lindy Lee. Brianna Joy Gray is once again using targeted harassment. The person <laughs> she is trying to attack is Lindy Lee, who's experienced disgusting racist attacks and death threats by everyone who supporters for over a year. First of all, first of all, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I've never heard of this woman until now. S- s- second, once again, when was the first time? <laughs> and it says, when was the first time Brianna Joy Gray used targeted and harassment? And then she says, does Brianna Gray Joy, or Joy Gray, sorry. Does she want someone to be killed before she stops? <laughs> <laughs> Just, 
Brianna Joy Gray's tweets are going to inspire some like murderous <laughs> mass shooting or something. Okay, guys, look, guns out for Bernie. <laughs> Let's fucking kill people. <laughs> Bree Gray, what? Bree Joy Gray wants to fucking murder people for just for supporting Joe. <laughs> that's that's the that's hilarious. Um, that, that's, that's the funniest, that's so funny, um, but, like, it's, what, what, what's happening, what, like, what is happening in these people's brains, what level of delusion are they on, have they convinced themselves that they can alienate and bully and gaslight and fight the left as much as they want, and then we'll still vote for them because they think we need them to. We, they need us to win, or do they? Or are they delusion? Or are they suffering from a different delusion where they um, have always thought up until now, until they've suddenly decided that they don't need us to win and they don't want us. And now they're boycotting MSNBC because Chris Hayes. They said, "Guys, I know it's hard. You love Matto. I don't." <laughs> But until MSNBC slander of Joe Biden stops, it's time to boycott MSNBC. The fact is, Chris's Cuomo is just as good, often funny, and CNN is not so easy to push Bernie for OBS as if MSNBC is somehow like. MSNBC has more Republicans in its employ than Democrats. MSNBC pays George Will, a literal far right rape apologist. To be a contributor. Joe Scarborough was a Republican congressman. They fired Chank and Ed Chank Wigger and Ed Schultz for being against the Iraq war. How is MSNBC ever pushing Bernie Bro BS? And Phil Donahue. Yes, Phil Donahue. No relation. <laughs> Full disclosure, not related, except for the fact that obviously um Everybody who's Irish is somehow related somehow. All inbred. I'm, I'm sure if you go back in our ancestries somewhere way, way down the line, you will eventually, the family tree will eventually just be like a straight line. Um, but that, that's everybody who's Irish, so it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> um, but like, this is fucking nuts. They want to boycott MSNBC. Who has done more? What? What? What organization has done more to help Joe Biden at the MSNBC? I like, would like, argue nothing. N- none. Very yeah. few. Because I would argue more Democratic primary voters watch MSNBC than CNN. Yeah. And I'd say CNN is, um, I, think, I, I think the reason, I think CNN's whole thing is that they, they, they like to apply, they like to appeal to the independent voter and then like the super moderate voters of each side. And they do that and through just being like purely sensationalist. Any story that has to do with politics, they'll they'll sensationalize and they'll they'll hyperventilate about it. They'll they'll whip up some sort of they'll, they'll turn it into something crazy and dramatic um, to generate um, more of higher level of viewership, bigger ratings, and therefore bigger profits. Um, whereas MSNBC is like straight up like a politically, um, a, a network with a political purpose, and its political purpose is to gatekeep the Democratic Party. 
Um, and just like they, they, they spent four years convincing everybody that convincing all their viewers through Rachel Maddow that Trump was literally put into power by a Russian coup. Uh, by by like a Russian-backed coup, basically, which, no, if you want a Republican who's put into power by a coup, like I keep saying, look to George W. Bush. Um, also, look up how Ronald Reagan and Richard Nixon both violated the Logan Act. Um, <laughs> but, um, like, like, honestly, like, Donald Trump seems to be the only Republican president who did not have the competent organ, the, the organizational competency to, like, orchestrate some massive plot involving foreign governments to put him in power. He's, like, the one Republican in recent memory who did not do that or could not do it. Um, but, um, it's just, uh, that aside, um, the um, MSNBC, like, has literally convinced a bunch of people that like Trump is the most convinced all its viewers that Trump is the most dangerous person who has ever lived. That once again we are in the most important election of our lives, and that all that matters is beating Donald Trump. So they convinced a whole, they convinced millions upon millions of people who just sit at home and do nothing but watch MSNBC all day, or they leave the view on in the background every once in a while, or they, you know, they, they watch GMA when they wake up, and then they switch over to MSNBC in the afternoon. Um, or they watch it during prime time and they, they see Maddow go on another like full scale nervous breakdown about how I don't know someone tweeted the way, the way yeah, the way Trump like glanced at a reporter is somehow an ancient communist party greeting symbol that um, originated in Russia. So so that means that, you know, Trump's new trade deal with Canada is mental loop in Russia somehow. Um, I don't know. She, she's literally like Alex Jones on the left, basically. Um, <laughs> but she did, that was exposed and seeped into the brains of millions upon mil millions of Democratic primary voters who just went out there and were like, I need to vote for Donald Trump. I need to vote for Joe Biden to beat Donald Trump. I may like Bernie. I may like some of his ideas, but like, Joe Biden's the only one who's electable. And now we're facing the reality. Yeah, now we're facing the reality of a campaign that was entirely run off the idea of this guy's electable now has to actually like be electable and we're finding out that that meant nothing. That meant nothing. For over a year, it meant nothing. And now all these Biden people are just, their minds are breaking open. Their minds are falling apart. They're mentally like and emotionally experiencing a full scale break meltdown. Um, because everything that they ever believed or claimed, everything that they've claimed to believe over the past like 12 years or so, um, Joe Biden is just forcing them to ditch it. Like their beliefs about diversity, inclusivity, um, all that's the um, inclusivity and uh, um, multiculturalism and identity politics, all this stuff that they believed from like Obama and Hillary, um, Joe Biden and, and all the stuff that they believed over the past few years with Me Too movement, with how you have to believe women, with, um, with, uh, I'm a brain fart, um, with um, everything with, um, 
electability to a Joe Biden, even just in the last year. Um, everything that they've come to believe, Joe Biden's just like now telling all of a sudden now he's the nominee. He's just like, chuck it out the window, guys. You're getting an old, listen, guys, I don't care what you think you believe, what you think defines you as a liberal. What, what, what's happening now is you're getting a septuagenarian sex predator. Racist with, a, with a long history of unambiguously racist comments. Um, just not even just comments, unambiguous racism um, and authoritarianism and collaboration with the worst Republicans. Um, that's who you're getting as your nominee now. And yes, you did it because of electability, and it turns out that meant nothing at all. You, you, you just gotta just roll with it because like I, there is no reason to support Joe Biden or to believe that he can win. There is no reason. Sacrificed all their values for basically nothing. They sacrificed their values for nothing. They they have just given up any sense of meaning, and I think that's probably why the Biden Bros have become the Biden Bros because they're just flipping shit now. They're just they've just lost it. There's no point, and they know there's no point but they know they're on the Titanic and they know it's sinking and they're basically saying, if you say you feel even a little bit colder, if you're wondering why your shoes are wet, I will fucking kill you. All right. Like they're just like freaking out. Like, like I will have the FBI investigate you for reporting on a credible sexual assault allegation. Like, what is that? It's 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 just coming from the fact that their minds are broken. It's absolute lunacy. Um, I think this segment is good. Yeah, um, I think that's all for this segment, and we'll see you guys in the third and final segment. Mm -hmm.